Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Tuesday, January 5th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. Monday saw the highest increase in a single day of Americans being hospitalized with COVID-19. An additional 2,800 people were admitted for care, meaning that more than 128,000 people nationwide are currently hospitalized with the virus. The situation may get worse over the next few weeks, as around 1.3 million travelers were screened by TSA on Sunday. It was the largest daily number since pandemic restrictions were introduced in the spring of 2020. This seems to be a recurring theme. Delays from the U.S. Postal Service are reportedly threatening to disenfranchise thousands of legal voters in Atlanta who mailed in ballots for today's crucial Senate runoffs in Georgia. According to NBC, only 76% of ballots were being processed on time in the Atlanta metro area as of mid to late December. That can mean that If ballots were mailed by voters three to five days before the elections, they may not make it in time to be counted. Ballots have to make it to elections offices before the January 5th deadline for votes to count. A spokesperson with the post office said all deliveries were impacted by the increase in mail in December, but quote, election mail and ballots have always been prioritized and are performing well above other product lines. I wonder if he's tired of losing yet. President Trump has lost yet another lawsuit attempting to overturn the results of a state that Joe Biden won in November's presidential election. On Tuesday, a judge dismissed a suit in the Northern District of Georgia looking to overturn President-elect Biden's certified victory. According to Bloomberg News, the judge said Trump's challenge to the state's mail-in vote came too late as he filed the lawsuit December 31st, just days before the now infamous phone call where he asked the state's top elections official to find him the votes to win the state. Even his ancestral home does not want him. Donald Trump has seemingly been reviled and ridiculed in Scotland long before he ever became president of the United States. Now that there are rumors floating around about him plotting an escape to his flagship Scottish golf resort the day before Joe Biden's inauguration, Scottish leaders are letting Trump know that he's not really welcome. In fact, it seems as if he'd only be allowed to go to Scotland if he brings a full list of accounts to help explain his murky business dealings there. Scotland's first minister, Nicola Sturgeon, says she hoped Trump's only immediate travel plans were to, quote, exit the White House. She added that the country is not allowing people to visit without an essential purpose during the coronavirus pandemic, and, quote, Coming to play golf is not what she would consider to be an essential purpose. Colin Smith, a member of the Scottish Parliament, said it would be irresponsible for Trump and his security team to travel to Scotland during a coronavirus surge and that, quote, our police and others frankly have enough to do without the added burden of coping with Donald Trump's election sulk. Alex Cole Hamilton, 
another member of parliament, told the Daily Beast, quote, Scotland welcomes incomers of all backgrounds and beliefs, but that stops short of providing safe harbor for criminals. We've got enough on our plate right now than having to deal with the arrival of a delinquent former president. Needless to say, Trump may need to figure out an alternative plan for Inauguration Day. My goodness. Two days after a premature death notice, former Bond girl Tanya Roberts has actually died. The actress's team initially said she died on Sunday and even described her final moments. Then they admitted on Monday that the 65-year-old was still alive. The bizarre back and forth caused quite a bit of confusion and an emotional roller coaster. Robert's partner, Lance O'Brien, told TMZ he thought he saw Robert's close her eyes and, quote, fade away on Sunday, and he assumed she had died. He passed the news on to her publicist, who released a statement. However, while he was in the middle of an interview, O'Brien got a call from the hospital on Monday saying Roberts was still alive. Doctors called O'Brien again around 9 p.m. that night to tell him that Roberts had just died. For real this time. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.